Hello and welcome to another episode of Joe Blogs about TV this week. But thank you as always for clicking on this podcast. You can support the podcast by jumping onto Facebook and search Joe Blogs about films. But also hit the notification and follow button on Spotify, Apple, Google, etc. So you can be updated and notified when new episodes are uploaded. I wasn't too sure if I was going to tackle this particular TV series because it's been a bit of a talking point online once again. Just when you think that Star Wars is safe to talk about again and that everyone seems to be on like a, a good you know, universally loved level again towards what they were doing, what the, what the what they've done with Disney Plus and such like that with the likes of Mandalorian. And then along comes the book of Boba Fett, which is I've been describing this as best as I can by just saying it's bumpy. Like that's that's the only way I can I can really describe it. And I was very very like uncertain if I was going to talk about this series but now that it's finished and it's done with Disney Plus done, done its run on Disney Plus I was like okay I have thoughts about it but I, I'm not going to dive straight in and tear it apart this that and the other because it's like hit and miss for me like I very much enjoyed episodes five and six they were they were glorious like they were so so good but it's just the rest of it is kind of like I can see why the finale is kind of getting a bit mixed reviews some fans are kind of torn with it I, I like you know I felt that it, it was going somewhere on the back of episode six at least to set up a fantastic kind of send-off for, for this series but ultimately I do feel this series was just a little bit flat and pretty much going to go over that as best as I can and this is a thing like I, I want to stress as I usually do because <laughs> it's always daunting in a way to talk about Star Wars um in general like with and, and to almost like not you know and almost to try not to worry about people slating you and just canceling you because you hate or don't agree necessarily on the same uh, with the same thoughts or whatever of, of opinions of, of said film or series to do with Star Wars um it's like when I was doing the prequel and the sequel uh, episodes that I've done on this on this podcast I was like oh, I want to try and be as fair as I possibly can and I think that's the best way I can do this is just to be as just just fair with with the book of Boba Fett because even though there are there are some pretty terrible moments, well not terrible, some some yeah meh moments. I do the, the main thing is it's Star Wars and the, the 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 beauty that what John John Favreau and Dave Filoni have done is that they they do you know keep those practical effects alive. They do make Star Wars feel real. And they keep pushing technology forwards, like you know, in, in how they're filming it. You know that I, I think I might have mentioned before, like with the Mandalorian, they use that huge screen on set that they were like they'd, they'd get locations up and you know background settings and such. And they're the kind of things that make Star Wars. They're always kind of pushing the boundaries for CGI and effects and filming and this that, and the other and stuff that cinema then can use moving forward. Stuff that like George Lucas was doing not only with the original trilogy, but he did that with the prequel trilogy as well. And that's some of the things I. I don't think the sequel trilogy kind of like you know latched onto and, and did. It just felt like they were just making Star Wars Disney films. As much as I think those films in their own right have got elements that are absolutely fantastic. Again, like I say, I do appreciate all Star Wars films, that be it except Solo. <laughs> That'll come up a couple of times because this is the thing. Like it's all right saying that like people are saying this could be one of the worst things that Star Wars has done. I, I wouldn't agree with that. Like I, I don't think the book of Boba Fett in any way is the worst thing that's come from Star Wars. That will always be Solo, a Star Wars story. That will always have that kind of medal and mantle, so don't worry about that. But this, what I was saying, obviously, just before that was, yeah, that, like, I, I do feel that, like, the sequel trilogy just didn't just kind of push the boundaries that Star Wars should do. And, and but, you know, does the book of Boba Fett do that? I, I, one could argue that it doesn't either. I mean, it's just... The thing is, is that it, it's, it's, it does feel Star Wars. Like, I think I was describing this once... Um, I was saying about with the, with the book of Boba Fett um, and John Favreau and Dave Filoni is that it definitely feels like you can tell that they're genuine fans, obviously, of Star Wars. Sorry, and and they they do feel like just a couple of mates. You know, when you get like Star Wars figures and you're like kind of 
just create your own kind of storyline. You know what I mean? Like they, you know, you put, you just like, all right, well, I'll, I'll do this, this, and this. And it's like it, de- it definitely felt like these were just kind of just two two big Star Wars fans. And again, you could say that with the same with the Mandalorian, but with this one in particular, because the story is so like higgledy piggledy and so like back and forth, this that, and the other, it just felt like just a couple of mates playing with the Star Wars figures and letting things unfold. And on some level, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that that works, and it has worked, obviously, because episodes five and six, in particular six anyways, was like just pure Star Wars, you know what I mean? Like, they got it so right. But then the story for the Book of Boba Fett was just... To be honest with you, I think the character deserved more. It's probably a good time to mention this will be spoiler-filled. Obviously, I will be talking about spoilers throughout the uh, throughout this episode. Um, so if you've not seen it, don't listen. Uh, I mean, you can if you want to, if you're not too fussed, but... I don't want to be that guy that's just like just reeling off certain elements. I mean, in fairness, if you've not watched any of it and you've avoided spoilers up until this point, well done. Like, bravo, because episode six broke the internet. I think it was unreal. Um, but like I said, I just feel the story was just so weak. Like, one of my friends uh, was saying that in the first couple of episodes, it was just that Boba Fett would take a walk and then he would have a bath. <laughs> like, just a walk and then a bath, walk and then a bath. And that's true. Because like, I get that they want to kind of show us where Boba Fett has been since we last saw him fall in the Sarlacc pit. However, I'm one of those fans that I don't always like things to be over-explained and, I don't know, like, every backstory has to be given, you know what I mean? It's weird because on some elements I do enjoy it when they get it right, but when they kind of, like, force it, that's when I start to have issues. A bit like with Solo when it was like, this is why he's got his gun, this is why he's called Han Solo, da-da-da. I was just like, just just leave me with the mystery. Or just, just does, does it even need explaining? He was born with that name. You could have just left it at that. Not once did I watch Solo and go... Oh, sorry, not once did I watch Star Wars, sorry. Meet Han Solo and go, I wonder why he was called Han Solo. That's like asking why Luke's called Luke Skywalker or why, anyways, sorry, solo tangent nearly went off there. That's, that's maybe one day I'll have to do, like one of my friends, one of the regular listeners is saying I need to do a solo podcast to kind of probably just get out this like pumped up, like negative energy towards it. And, and it might, it might be helpful. It might be therapeutic in a way to kind of reel off the things that I did not like about solo, but I don't want to be that fan. And this is the thing I'm trying to be fair about Book of Boba Fett, because even though I didn't, I didn't like, not didn't like, I didn't enjoy episodes one to four as much. There were still moments in there that, like, pockets that I did enjoy. Like I said, the aesthetic and just being on Tatooine is always going to be, you know, the, the 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 best for me. Like, I, I love I love returning to Tatooine and just being back and immersed in that world. And the practical effects and such are always wonderful. They they, they do such a good job. It's just that there are times when it is... It's weird in this because it, there were moments when it was a little bit weak as well in places with the book of Boba Fett. Obviously, I'm probably referring to that, that weird car bike chase sequence. And that's another thing. Like, some of these... This series is, like packed with so many like useless characters i wasn't sure what they were trying to get at like and this is the thing and i know it's star wars and i do enjoy star wars and everything but i just feel that sometimes less is more and we've got a tv series here that's called the book of boba fett and yet you're filling it with all these other characters that take us away from the story of boba fett and and this comes back to the story right the storytelling and and maybe even the scripts for the show is that why did they spend so long like showing all these flashbacks and showing why Boba and, and Fennec Shang are together again. You know what I mean? Like, why do we go through all of that in, in so many episodes before we c- cut to what the actual main story is? And of course, obviously, this is arguing for territory almost. Like, Boba Fett wants to, you know, cement his uh, cement his status within the underworld and taking over the te- territory that Jabba once had. That, that, that in itself is such a great idea, a great concept. When we got that post credit scene at the end of Mandalorian Season 2 and it was like him taking over Jabba's, Jabba's palace... 
it was like this this could be awesome like you know what i mean like i'm so excited for it and then it just felt like i was constantly waiting for the next like oomph moment which didn't come for me until episodes five when it was an absolute obviously just a standalone episode leading into the what was to come kind of thing but to have mando back it was amazing honestly it was so amazing and this is the thing as well that people have been saying online which i do get and i will i i need to i need to come back to obviously talk about some of the actors and prayers obviously like tomorrow morrison and, and talk about his his portrayal of boba fett which i will do but like people i think forgot that dave dave filoni and john favreau did say that this was essentially going to be like kind of an extension to the mandalorian i, I even i forgot if i'm being honest like i didn't i didn't realize that was the plan all along that the book of boba fett was kind of a spin-off of the mandalorian i thought it was like kind of a a separate entity almost like fair enough they can kind of weave it back in and boba fett could pop up again maybe with mando in the future but i forgot that that was the actual initial plan but by the by that it, it works for episodes five six and seven to an extent because as i say I didn't enjoy the finale as much as I thought I was going to, um, but I just felt that they missed the mark a little bit with just some of the earlier episodes. Like if we'd have cut out, again, I, I, I did, I didn't mind the whole Sam people and 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 the background of Boba Fett kind of rebuilding himself and becoming part of that kind of tribe and then going on from there. I just think that it just went on a little bit too long. Like I was really, really invested in those here and now moments. Like what's going on with these new huts turning up? Obviously the syndicate as well. Obviously the battle for Tatooine essentially. Like I just. I was more invested in that, and I feel that if we'd have spent more time on that and less in the past, then it would have it would have worked a lot better. But this 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 obviously series, you know, standouts performers within it. Obviously, Tamara Morrison getting him back as Boba Fett was always like an absolute winner. When he turned up in the Mandalorian season two, I was like, this guy like is just so good. I mean, Boba Fett as a character, as like a as as a just just creation was amazing because we as fans have loved Boba Fett since we first laid eyes on him like there was something so like I said mysterious about him and just hard, how he hardly said any lines but he was this big bad bounty hunter you know what I mean like we were invested the endless action figures that I've got of Boba Fett back at my parents house is just staggering you know what I mean like we've all loved him and we've always wanted to see something with just Boba Fett involved like either a film or maybe a miniseries which is what we've got now I don't think this is what we were all expecting. I think that obviously things have changed and plans have changed and the timelines and such were able to kind of bring back these characters or at least show characters where they've been since, I don't know, their arcs and like the Clone Wars or this and other because this obviously once again, Book of Boba Fett has a lot of fan service in there. A lot of fan service, in particular as the episode six, like I say, was was beyond like just pleasure and just this is amazing. But it's nice that they, they can still do that and they can still kind of keep pushing that legacy of Star Wars. And I think that I've seen articles saying that it's like the timelines of the are like the arcs or stories just they don't seem to care about it anymore. And I think that I, I would disagree with that because even though like I know that you know episodes one through six and then seven eight nine like there's, there's there are points and and time stamps where we don't really know what's happened in between like six and seven episode six and seven that is of the star wars saga you know what i mean so i think there's always room for kind of squeezing these things in and, and i'm all for it especially when the content is brilliant and gripping like as i say the mandalorian is easily the best thing probably since uh, it's in the disney era rogue one and the mandalorian are the two greatest things that have come from it and i will stand by that and, and as much as people might not like maybe rogue one or whatever i just think that they've done, they've done such a cracking job with those two like stories in that sense i just i just think that the book of boba fett has suffered just from pacing issues i think that like i say it could have been uh, let's just speed it up you know what i mean just 
these endless flashbacks just need to because it, it felt like towards the end they were rushing it, especially after having a whole episode on the Mandalorian, which I'm not going to complain about. But when we come back and obviously again episode six, Boba's not really in it, nor is like Tatooine in there. And then we come to episode seven, it's like I'd forgotten everything that happened up until that point. Like certain things, for example, did anybody else forget that the Rancor was still knocking about in Jabba's palace? Because <laughs> when Boba rocks up with with the with the well riding the rancor which is an absolutely amazing sight to see anyways i had forgotten that that was still there because I was, it like just completely slipped my mind it was a great kind of introduction as well to the rancor coming back in and such and i thought that was great to have boba have his own like pet but i just completely forgot that that was there and then when when it comes obviously riding over tatooine to take on these big droid cars i was like oh yeah He's got a rancor. <laughs> like, it was just, it was entertaining enough. And as I say, it's just even, even, you know, and, and I don't want to kind of get like bogged down in the things I didn't like about the book of Boba Fett, because there's, there's always going to be things that you could take or leave. I, I, I'm going to focus on things that I did enjoy first before I do kind of pick those, the, well, the negatives. Let's go with the pros before the cons. Um, the pros obviously being that, that, that Tamura Morrison is just an amazing Boba Fett, let's be honest. like It's great to have him back, obviously, on the back of Django Fett. I know he was in The Mandalorian Season 2, and it was, it was a great reintroduction to that character. But getting his own TV series was wonderful. I, I think he immersed himself in that character so well. I liked how much he cared as well, because I've been reading so many interviews and you know like his defense for the show as well, which is, which is a shame that it's already getting to that point that he's saying maybe once the, maybe once the series is out as a whole you maybe understand it and appreciate it a little bit more fans will anyways and I think yeah I, I, I would I would agree with that I think that overall it is it probably would better from a binge in fairness rather than a weekly drip but I do think that it would have benefited maybe from not sticking too much in the past that the actual storytelling side of it but either way all that aside and all the scripts this that and the other are where it goes to um I do I just can't take anything away from him as Boba Fett because it's just he's just so good at it you know what I mean and I liked as well that he was Almost like you're saying, the way he came out, didn't he? He said that there was too many times where he took his helmet off. And again, this is the thing for me, like the moments I found more more like captivating and more intriguing was those moments when he did have his helmet on kind of making negotiations or that sequence when him and Mando were talking in, in the finale of their plan of what to do next I was just like this is this is what I want I don't want him to constantly be having his helmet off and I guess on some level I don't know if it's some kind of character out they were going for because his dad always took his helmet off as well it wasn't as if like he was you know he had to keep that on so it's maybe like an attachment to his father kind of thing that might come out in future i don't know i was just thinking it could be that it could be like another little nod to his his father maybe who knows but i just felt that at times it was just it was off too many times just put the helmet back on stop taking it off uh again uh ming wen who plays fennec shand great again i love the relationship between her and boba fett and i want to see more of that i just think that again that we did we did we didn't see much of fennec shand because there were so many other characters that kept popping up or like some side characters that kind of, I don't want to say stole the light because some of those like street gang people that were in this, those like kind of half robot, half half human, whatever, I just doubt they were unnecessary, so unnecessary to have. Like I get that they want to have these, like I said, these gang members not to, to help and kind of, kind of, you know, unite at the end to take on, you know, the syndicate, but couldn't they have got better better actors without sounding too like, and again, this, this could also go down into my like, negatives towards this is just that I just really didn't buy any of them and I just wasn't sure with the creative side of things as to why they were why they were involved I don't know anyways but like Fennec Shan deserved more screen time I enjoyed the episode when they went back to get Bobby's ship this that, and the other end and and again though I just think that there was so much storytelling so much backstory that we I don't think we necessarily needed it it could have just been that Fennec Shan was found by Boba Fett in Mandalorian when when we last when we last saw her obviously before she rocks up again in season two with Boba 
just leave it there. We don't need the ins and outs of that storyline. You know what I mean? Like we could have just left it, but again, just great having those two together. I, I'm hoping that should they do another series that they kind of really do just, just keep it like grounded a little bit more. Just, I want to see more of those two together. I want to see what they can do together and where they're going to go next. Cause obviously it could be looking that, you know, even they're unsure that they're not fit for, for, for what they are now. You know what I mean? Obviously becoming these kind of rulers of, of Tatooine almost. Um, but that's just my thoughts anyways. Obviously getting Pedro Pascal back is just awesome. I love that guy so much. The same Mandalorian. It just, I, I, I never like completely wrap my head around. It's a similar sense with Boba Fett as well that, I you can care so much about someone whose face you see so little. Like when when it's just the helmet and body language, I just think ah oh, you've nailed it in your performance. You know what I mean? Like obviously the Mandalorian is as I've already said and sung its praises already. Like one of the best things that's come from the Disney era of it could even be the best thing that's come from the Disney era era of uh, of, of 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 Star Wars. But yeah, like having Pedro Pascal back as well, really really excellent. The whole episode on his own, episode five, is probably my favorite. As much as I, I loved episode six, and a lot of people as well loved episode six. I stand by episode five. I think it was absolutely gripping, fantastic storytelling. Um, and it just it, it, there's one thing I've learned from this as well is that, that Bryce Dallas Howard needs to be directing her own Star Wars film because she has nailed every single episode that she's directed. Like it's, it's she just keeps getting better and better. Like the last one that she did, obviously in Mando season two, was 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 brilliant. And then this in the book of Boba Fett, Return of the Mandalorian, chapter five, like it just blew me away. Like the whole sequence in the butchers at the beginning. Everything that was like one of my favorite sequences I've seen in such a long time, and, and it's again, it's a bit of a shame that it didn't revolve around Boba, but the fact that she can take the Mandalorian and do that, I just just give her a film. Like she should, in fairness, I was like, we should have just sacked off the whole sequel trilogy with JJ and stuff, and just made her direct it because I think she nailed it. So I would be more than happy to see Bryce Dallas Howard have a film, a trilogy of Star Wars to direct. Just let it happen. She will absolutely smash it because yeah. Really, really excellent. There's some real, real great work in that Mandalorian episode. Um, obviously, one of the other things that I loved about this was episode was episode six, chapter six, from the desert comes a stranger, which was packed with endless, endless Star Wars like just references, Easter eggs, or even just characters popping up from Clone Wars. I say we've even got Cad Bane making his first live action appearance, which again is enough to kind of send the internet crazy. And there's still people picking away at his design, which I was like, just leave it be. Like I've not seen all of Clone Wars, but I do know. Obviously, who Cad Bane is, another story, and this, that, and the other. But I just, it was so good. Like, and and that and and that Western vibe that Star Wars has, which once Cad Bane came into it, anything that had him on screen, I was like at the edge of my seat. Like, this is real shootout Western. This is this is the, what I love so much about Star Wars. Like, so much about Star Wars. Um, so many characters in that episode six, just beyond. Obviously, the, 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 I've I've gone straight to Cad Bane. Not even spoke about Luke Skywalker. Like Jesus Christ, how good was that CGI in the uh, in the episode six from from the desert comes a stranger? To see Grogu as well, and to see him training with like you know Luke Skywalker, referencing the the Yoda sequence on Dagobah and such. I just it just was so good. Like I, I really can't understand people that were really not happy with how Luke looked in this. Still, I was like, you complained about it then in Mandalorian season two, which I was like, fair enough, he didn't look amazing. But they got the obviously must have got the chap who did the deep fake of it on the internet, and it was just so. It just looked amazing. It looked real. It was like and got his green lightsaber and everything. It was just oh my god, it was amazing. And obviously Ahsoka pops up as well in that episode. Obviously the Mando wants to go see Grogu. I like that in the turmoil as well of like Mando knowing that if he was to see Grogu, it would then kind of take him down a different path or at least you know there's, there's still that attachment between the two of them um, and we've all seen obviously what can happen when that kind of can bubble over and stuff with Anakin's story we don't really want Grogu to take that path but it was just kind of heartbreaking to see them like Mando realize that and be like look I, I, 
obviously I can't I can't see him if you can just give him this gift that I brought him and then I'll be on my merry way kind of thing but that when Grogu like reached out for him as his ship took off I was like oh this is painful like it's just hopefully they will get to reunite which obviously and again it's nice that it got it came to a natural conclusion of Luke obviously giving him the choice you can either take the lightsaber become a Jedi I'll train you as my first student or you can take this you know this gift from Mando and I'll take you, you can go back to him kind of thing. And I think we all deep down knew that he was going to go back to Mando. Um, I think almost, I think Star Wars itself had kind of ruined the fact that Grogu was never going to be his first student because I think Kylo Ren was his first student, um, from what I understand. But yes, anyways, it's uh, it's just great having those two back, isn't it? Mando and Grogu side by side once again. Looking forward to seeing where they, they go in season uh, in season three of The Mandalorian. But yeah, that episode six, it had so much in it. I say Cobb Vanth as well popping up. And this is the thing, like I say, with this whole extension of The Mandalorian, all these characters from Mando making obviously uh, appearances in this. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was a very, very excellent episode. I just think the episode five for me with the Mandalorian was so much more enjoyable, so much more, um, yeah, for me as, as, a, as a massive Mando fan. Um, I'll leave that in terms of what I enjoyed about it because I do think, like I said, that the, the, I don't want to like go over and regurgitate the whole plot, but episodes five and six, easily the standouts for me. The negatives just come from, as I say, mainly the long-windedness of this TV series. It's just the back and forth, back and forth of just constantly telling us like what's happened to Boba Fett before this, this, that, and the other way we get to. I just didn't like it. And some of the other characters as well, some of the, other, the people that were in this, I felt were weak. Um, I, this gang that say that they're kind of side by side with Boba, some of the, I, I don't know whose fault this is, like whether, whether they were having like a bit of an off day, but I don't know if anyone else thought that some of the takes or some of the deliveries of lines that they included were just really flat and almost like surely there was a better take than that like on set the mustard's been like do you want to do that again no 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 it's fine are you sure because i think i could have delivered that no 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 no, it's absolutely fine but i just feel like i didn't deliver that nah don't worry about it it's fine it was almost like they were happy with (laughs) with the first take and i was sat in like watching the finale just kind of rolling my eyes a bit I, i don't i don't get how that's been left in surely there was a better way of delivering that line there's a few other things in the finale that Again, I don't want to like nitpick and stuff, but I just, I didn't, basically, I think because of how good episodes five and six were, I felt that it was a missed opportunity in episode in episode seven. I felt there could have been so much more. Granted, yeah, it was great seeing Boba Fett ride the Rancor, but even that did my head in towards the end. I was like, so the Rancor's destroying everything. He's helping save the day kind of thing. And then a bit of fire from, from Cad Bane and he runs off. I was like, I, I, I just, I, I know that like, fair enough, if it's, it's got a fear of fire or whatever, then yeah, it's not going to want to get burned. But his hand is so massive, one kind of sweep or swing would have knocked Cad Bane flying on his ass. We've just been watching a whole sequence of him taking down the syndicate, picking them up, throwing them everywhere, this and the other. I just couldn't wrap my head. I don't know. It just, it just, just again, probably nitpicking, but I just didn't. I just felt that the Rancor sequence, it was great, and then it, and then it was, and it was frustrating a little bit. Um, and the, I think the other thing as well that people aren't too happy about is is Cad Bane, is he dead, obviously, after the whole sequence with him and Boba Fett? Like, is he is he now left for dead? And it does look that way. It, it's interesting because I feel like it's a, it's a bit, again, another wasted opportunity because I'm not one of these people that latch on too much and think, oh, they could have done this and this. But I do feel that by introducing him into the live-action sequence, Cad Bane, it would have been kind of nice to see him just last a little bit longer. You know, I mean, there's still there's still room for him squeezing in appearances, maybe, in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series that's coming out in May, which we finally got announced before. Hurrah! But I just felt like it was a bit of a weird one to just kill him off there and then, and it was a bit of a 
a very quick demise as well. So again, I, I dig it. Just, just nitpicking here. But like my main issue was just purely the storytelling with this. I felt that it was just back and forth, back and forth. Didn't really do anything, um, you know, to keep me like really engaged. I said to, after episode four, um, there was a part, there was a part in episode four. I think it was when Boba Fett had to go back to the Sarlacc pit and do his business there. Um, I, I remember just being like, I am so just not feeling this. Like I, I was, I wasn't sure if it was, if I was going to sit down and never rewatch it. Cause I'm currently rewatching the Mandalorian seasons because obviously they're brilliant, but I, I was just a bit, I don't think I can sit down and rewatch this. And then episode five happened and I've already rewatched that a couple of times already and six. And you're like, okay, okay. I'll, I'll rewatch these episodes. I think I, I, I'd rather watch a recap of what happened in one through four and then just watch four five uh, and then watch five six and seven episodes you know what i mean and and that even still like i, I, I just there's something about that finale that just was a little bit of a missed opportunity it was a bit of an anti-climax it all happened and wrapped up so quickly like i did feel that those last 10 minutes of, of the finale was super super rushed like really rushed um so it is a bit of a bit of a shame bit of a bit of a yeah bit of a slight letdown um I'm just trying to think if there's any other positives I want to talk about, anything in general, sorry, I should say about this series, but I don't want to go on too much because I think I've spoken enough of, of what I enjoyed and what I didn't necessarily like about it. It's just great having a Boba Fett TV series, don't get me wrong, I think it's a great addition to these, these Star Wars shows that they're doing. I'm hoping that if they were to do a season two that they kind of learn from some mistakes in this. And I, and again, it's easy for me uh, sitting on the internet as, as anyone else, I'm just kind of coming across like I'm bitching about it, but I'm not, I'm just a big Star Wars fan and I always want the the best for Star Wars, if that makes sense. I just want to be entertained, you know what I mean? I just, I just want to enjoy these, these, these films and these, these series. And I just think that this one just missed the mark a little bit. Speed. If they sped up the opening, if they if they'd done all of Boba's past and and background or what's happened to him in the first episode, I think would have been would have been cruising. You know what I mean? There was so much to enjoy about this series, so much like to to love about Star Wars. You know what I mean? As, as usual, like I do. But there's just other things as well that were niggling at me, or that I just found uh, in comparison for the likes of the Mandalorian, it just was weaker. Um, out of ten, uh, which is going to be interesting because like episodes five and six are like ten out of ten episodes, but everything else is like like five or something like that, I'd say and that might sound harsh so like for me I'm just gonna have to be very fair and just say six out of ten for the book of Boba Fett as a whole I think that it, it could have been so much more and so just it could have been excellent you know what I mean like they had such potential but I just feel that they've missed the march a little bit I keep saying that but I also keep saying it's bumpy as well so there you go there my thoughts on book of Boba Fett it's a bumpy ride but it's got some really really fantastic moments if you've not checked out any of episodes five and six and if you've not if you've not seen any of it and listened to this then fair play fine if you're happy with me spoiling it for you then absolutely fine um but do make sure you check out episodes five and six and go if you've seen the series anyways just rewatch, just rewatch those two episodes that's what i'm going to do anyways but thank you as always for listening i'm really looking forward to checking out death on the nile at the end of the week that's going to be coming uh the review will be coming early next week as well there's gonna be uncharted coming up as well i'm also going to be getting my batman tickets very soon i think pretty much after i've done this podcast i'll be booking them so again cannot cannot wait for that but as always thank you so much for the support and for listening to this podcast it really is appreciated hit the notification button on spotify apple and google podcast so you can be notified when episodes uploaded i know i said that earlier but i'm reminding you again and also jump onto facebook and search your blogs about films until the next episode though thank you again take care